Delicious meets nutritious in the snack that packs a real protein punch, wonderful pistachios. Each one-ounce serving of wonderful pistachios has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value and making wonderful pistachios one of the highest protein nuts. But perhaps more than that, I love all of the flavors they have. Their sea salt and vinegar ones are my favorite when I'm craving that flavor but want to keep it healthy. But that's just the tip of the iceberg. Wonderful pistachios come in a variety of flavors, like chili roasted, honey roasted, smoky barbecue, and jalapeno lime, perfect for enjoying with family and friends or taking them with you on the go. Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. So fill up with a healthy snack when hunger strikes. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. That's wonderfulpistachios.com. It's another Q&A edition of Optimal Health Daily, episode 1323, and I'm Dr. Neil Malik. Hey there, happy Friday, and welcome to another Q&A edition of Optimal Health Daily, where I answer your health questions related to fitness, diet and nutrition, and lots more. You send in the questions, and I answer them for you. If you want to know a bit more about me and my background and my credentials, definitely check out last week's Q&A where I go into more details about that. But for now, I want to keep this intro nice and short because I'm sure you're excited to hear today's question. So let's get right to it as we optimize your life. Now today's question came to me via Spotify. Anne-Marie writes, Does freezing fruits cause a loss of nutrition? Thank you so much for your question, Anne-Marie. It's hard to believe, but scientists have actually been studying whether freezing fruits and vegetables leads to a loss in their nutritional quality for over 75 years. This means right around the time Superman first was invented, they were studying this. All right, that's just a nerd fact for me, I think. Anywho, this basically means we have some pretty definitive answers to this question. What we know is that refrigeration and freezing foods helps prevent them from spoiling. That's really the whole point. Foods spoil when bacteria grow and spread. By lowering the temperature at which foods are stored, we prevent the growth and spread of many harmful bacteria. But besides the growth of bacteria, there's another process that happens to produce as well, something called oxidation. When foods are exposed to the air, well, specifically the oxygen in the air, which is why it's called oxidation, they start to lose some of their nutritional value. This is a natural process because if you think about it, just like us, fruits and vegetables are exposed to the air all the time and therefore exposed to oxygen all the time. Luckily again though, keeping produce at lower temperatures helps slow down this oxidation process. Now, I should mention that sometimes before produce is frozen, usually vegetables, it's blanched first. What this means is that the food is briefly placed in boiling water before being placed in a freezer. The purpose of this is to help preserve the food even more by destroying some of the enzymes naturally found in the food, the enzymes that may contribute to food spoiling. This process is usually performed with vegetables, like I said, not so much with fruits. Fruits are much more delicate, and so blanching them would actually make them less likely to survive the freezing process. But it does happen. Given all of this, both the Dietary Guidelines for Americans and the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention say that we should aim to consume all types of fruits and vegetables, whether they're fresh, 
dried, canned, or frozen, just so long as they don't have added fats or sugars. When we look at the trends among Americans, we find that most of us consume processed fruits and vegetables most often, as opposed to fresh. For example, we are much more likely to eat a canned tomato product instead of using a whole fresh tomato. So, this highlights the importance of your question, Anne-Marie. If we're not eating as many whole, unprocessed fruits and vegetables, are we still getting enough nutrients? Luckily, yes. Studies have found that freezing fruits and vegetables tends to preserve vitamin C, for example. Now, there are differences depending on which fruit and vegetable we're talking about. But again, for the most part, freezing preserves vitamin C. When it comes to the B vitamins like thiamine, niacin, and folate, the results aren't as clear. We know that freezing does lead to some losses of these B vitamins, but more studies are needed to know whether this is significant. Now, what about those oh-so-important antioxidants? Antioxidants are found in basically all plant-based foods, like fruits and vegetables, and are believed to protect us from many chronic diseases, everything from dementia to cancer. When it comes to both fruit and vegetables, the great news is that freezing does seem to preserve many antioxidants. Again, this does differ depending on the fruit, but for the most part, antioxidants are preserved when produce is frozen. The real nutrition losses happen during the reheating and cooking process. Sadly, it's difficult to say which reheating method is truly best for all forms of produce, but in general, light and oxygen tend to be produce's worst enemies. So, when you're reheating frozen vegetables or even frozen fruit, for example, the trick is to be sure they're heated with water. For example, adding a quarter cup of water to your frozen produce when heating them in a microwave can still preserve many of the nutrients. You can also reheat your frozen produce using boiling methods because that also involves water. Now, here's another trick. Even after heating, don't throw out the water. Instead, that same water you used to reheat the frozen fruits and vegetables in could be used to flavor some of your other dishes. Or in the case of vegetables, you can make a soup out of it. This is because many nutrients lost during the heating process get submerged in the water. So if you end up consuming the water, you'll still get those nutrients. If you don't like the idea of microwaving, steaming, stir-frying, and again, boiling are good alternatives. In fact, steaming leafy greens can make their vitamins and minerals more absorbable too. I realize that steamed vegetables may bring up images of hospital or cafeteria food, but that's only because those places didn't get creative with their cooking methods. For example, instead of using water as the source of steam, use vegetable, chicken, or beef stock. This will help bring in some extra flavor. Don't forget, you are allowed to season after your vegetables are done cooking too. Now, one of my favorite things to do after cooking is to give them a little drizzle of olive oil and a generous dusting of dried Italian herbs on top. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it filters out incompatible applicants 
So when you're hiring, the process is much faster and you only have to consider applicants that are already likely to be a great fit. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash health. Just go to indeed.com slash health right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash health. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. And thank you again for the question, Anne-Marie, and thank you for using Spotify to send in your question. If you wanna send me a question and have it answered right here on the show, you can use Spotify just like Anne-Marie did, or you can email one to health at oldpodcast.com. Or if you want your voice played on an episode, come by oldpodcast.com slash ask. Right on that page, you can record straight from your computer's microphone. It's really easy. You can even play back your message and do retakes before sending it in. Or you can do it the old-fashioned way and call in your question. The number is 61 I love ohd All right, that's another Q&A edition of Optimal Health Daily. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for listening every day. Thank you for sharing the show with someone. I hope you have a great start to your weekend and I'll see you back here tomorrow where your optimal life awaits.